There's a storm across the valley The clouds are rolling in The afternoon is heavy on your shoulders There's a truck out on the four-lane A mile or more away The whining of his wheels just makes it colder. Welcome to Community Forum. Today is uh, Wednesday, October 28th, and my name is Priscilla Almquist Olson, your host for Community Forum. It gives me great pleasure to welcome one of our most um, prestigious residents of Easton who has done more in volunteer work for Easton than probably anyone else I, I know of, Ken Wood. Ken is the uh, founder and director of our Eastern Food Pantry, which has been doing outstanding work uh, for many years and is now faced with additional challenges. So we wanted you to meet Ken in person, get, him, get to know him as the wonderful human being he is, and to let us know a little bit about the Eastern Food Pantry and how uh, it's coping in these COVID times. So Ken, first of all, would you welcome? Well, thank you. And first, I would like you to give us a very brief history of the Eastern Food Pantry. Yes, the Eastern Food Pantry, uh, one thing I always start off with, if you can't feed 100 people, then feed just once. That's the saying by Mother uh, Teresa. Uh, that's on our uh, folders. And our mission is uh, since 1978, when we were formed, um, my wife and I were the founders of the food pantry. It has been dedicated to providing food to our neighbors at uh, all times of need. As long as there are 100 people in our community, the doors and our hearts are open to help you out. So that's been our, uh, our uh, mission for the uh, Eastern Food Pantry. And the, like I said, the food pantry was started in 1978 uh, when I was a part-time recreation director. And I got a call from the clerk's office saying, uh, we have a call for you. And it was a person that got burned out in a fire. And I never understood to this day <laughs> why I got that call. But I guess we all could kind of guess. <laughs> so uh, we helped the family out, the council yes. region office and the office were in the same offices. And uh, we helped them out with food and some uh, clothing and uh, got some other aid for them. And that's kind of where the food pantry started uh, several weeks after that. My wife and I started the food pantry. We ended up with 10 or 15 families a week. And uh, we've been growing ever since. Up until Hi. last year was about 80 to uh, 90 families a week. And then since this epidemic now, it's, uh, we've got over 300 families signed up with us. And uh, we've got uh, mm -hmm. roughly uh, 100 to 130 families we've been servicing on a weekly basis. My goodness, um, I had no idea that it was that uh, you've been doing this for so many years. That is 42 years, Ken Wood, that you have been dedicating and devoting yourself to this worthy cause. We, we commend you, we thank you, my goodness. Um, so t tell me, um, uh, what are the kinds of food donations that uh, are most likely to be uh, needed and used? Well, we'd like, uh, we like, we give out on a weekly basis uh, pastas 
and pasta sauces, uh, cereals, tuna fish, uh, soups, uh, fruits, canned fruits, uh, those type of things. Uh, now, but we can't, on the drop-off spots, we can't have the perishable foods uh, dropped off. We pick those up uh, because they'll spoil before we can uh, get them uh, put away. So we just ask you about non-perishables. Yeah, I'm thinking of the non-perishables that Easton residents uh, who are viewing this program today can uh, donate and where they can donate them. Yeah, right now we've got collection spots, uh, emergency collection spots. You see signs around town. You can't miss our signs around town now, no matter where you go. There's a positive signs and how do we help you out and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got we're now one a collection spot at the Easton Town Hall, uh, the town offices, the Roach Brothers, Shaw's, and then you'll see a lot of the churches and other places that are collecting them also, also Northeastern Savings Banks. Okay. Um, so I understand because of COVID, you, you have to um, put them aside for a couple days to be sure that they're, they're fine and safe? Oh, we, 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 uh, we have people now that are sorting them uh, every two or three days now because we're getting quite a bit of food that's coming in and helping us out. Uh, we're going through uh, lots and lots of foods. Mm -hmm. Uh, now we're going into the Boston Food Bank and they've upped our amount from 3,000 pounds every two weeks up to uh, 5,000, 6,000 pounds of food that we're getting from them. And, oh my then, and then if we can't get food from them, we're now going to Chelsea to pick up produce and everything uh, out there. We're buying the produce at wholesale prices. So we uh, run out there to pick that up. Well, you're all over the place to serve Eastern residents. and. Um, it, many of uh, our residents have lost their jobs and so they're financially uh, underwater and um, so does, do you think that that's what accounts for the additional number of families that you've seen in the last few months? Oh absolutely, uh, <clears throat> that's been the big reason and one, uh, well two different uh, situations, I, uh, the, the people came in and they saw me out in the parking lot and they said, Ken, we never thought we'd be coming to the food pantry for food. And these were families that had helped us out financially and brought in food to us over the years. So this is, this is probably only a couple of cases that we know about, but these are people that I knew that came to me and, and did mention that. So this is, this is where we're at. Uh, their, their particular two cases were pretty much the same. They, of course, when the virus started, everything stopped, they were home. And then when the uh, businesses started up, the uh, people were, the, the last ones that were hired were the last first ones to go. So uh, these were the ones that uh, lost their jobs. So, and I'm sure there's hundreds of people like that. Yeah, my goodness. So, um, so it, it comes around, doesn't it? It, it certainly does. That's correct. Um, yeah. Um, and tell me a little bit about the, the fresh produce. I know that you, um, get some from surrounding farms and so forth. Um, and, and wasn't it true that um, a few years ago that even the children uh, at uh, uh, Parkview, where they had a garden, contributed? Yeah, they, well, they, they're still, the schools are still a couple of the gardens. There's a couple of people that still bring in food during the summer in little baskets. Uh, you've seen it on Facebook, I'm sure. Uh, the people that have been bringing it in and showing the different things that they've been donating. And then the other big thing last uh, summer 
for two or three months. A lot of you know that uh, there was advertised in Facebook and all around in the, in the journal is uh, that the uh, Olmstead Richardson School was collecting emergency food for us for every Monday for a good part of the summer. And uh, this was all staff from the Eastern School Department, uh, teachers and, and staff from the uh, school department itself. They were helping us out and they were bringing in two or three vehicles of uh, food to us on a Monday. Uh, and that's been a big help to us. Wow, that is wonderful. Thank you for mentioning that. So you have so many helping hands, not just the volunteers who come faithfully every Monday uh, to, to uh, or even before Monday because they're sorting out. Uh, now, what are the hours on Monday when people pick up their food? Okay, Mondays now is, is uh, from 12 o'clock to 3.30. And the cars are lined up there. We have uh, police details to help us because it's a narrow uh, road coming in. So to keep uh, everything moving so that the town office can still operate, uh, we have a details there to uh, keep that uh, traffic flowing for us. Wow, you think of everything, Ken. <laughs> Wonderful. So, um, so you have volunteers that come during the week, I assume, to sort out and uh, because I, I've been inside the food pantry, it's so organized. I mean, all the cereals are in one place, all the soups in another, and the peanut butter jar, it's all, all lined up. So that takes some time. And then filling the bags uh, also, must, you must be doing that before Mondays, right? Yes, well, we're working on, well, on Thursdays, they start uh, getting the bags ready to prepped up, ready to go. And as you know, the town hall is closed, so all our operation basically is outside. We do a little prepping inside and sorting inside. But uh, the bags are, are done up in there, and then we have to carry them out, and we've been putting them in the tent. But as of tomorrow, we're getting a big uh, budget truck that's going to be on the property in lieu of the tent because of the snow, snow is possibly coming in, and actually we got some coming in, I guess, sleet tomorrow night. So... Uh, we're trying to get the uh, truck in place for that, and the tent's going to be coming down uh, actually on voting day. So uh, we've been lucky on that aspect. But that's where all the food goes out, what's done. Food is prepped up inside in the bags. That comes outside and was put in the tent, which now will be put in the truck. And then we're prepping up all the produce that comes in our refrigeration trailer that we've leased. Uh, and that's all bagged up and uh, prepped up for the uh, distribution of the day. We, had, we knew how many people are coming by the uh, phone calls that we uh, get each week. Wow, that's interesting. You have a refrigerated truck. Marvelous. Now tell me, uh, Thanksgiving is shortly upon us. I'm sure that you've been making plans for that for some time. Would you fill us in a little bit on, on where you're getting your turkeys and, and so forth? Well, we've been in contact with Roach Brothers again for 20-some-odd uh, years. Roach Brothers has always been of assistance to us. Before they were in Easton, when we only had like 30, 40 families a week, uh, they used to give us turkeys when they were over in Norton, which that office now is closed. But uh, I had spoke to uh, Mr. Roach, which he and I were involved with Habitat for Humanity uh, when I was doing houses here in Easton. And uh, he said, uh, well, we, we're going to be building a place in Easton and we'll always help you out. And they have ever since. And uh, right now, I call the executive secretary and she's on standby for our order coming in at the deadline to order your uh, family uh, 
Thanksgiving dinners is going to be a, a week from uh, Monday. So that'll be the final order goes into Roach Brothers, and they've offered to get us turkeys again as bad as times are. So we want to thank them for all the years doing that. They also have a collection spot, and then we get our eggs and uh, milk that we need to uh, make up for what we don't get from other places, uh, and they give us to us at a lower cost. So uh, Roach Brothers has been uh, really terrific to us. Shaw's also has jumped onto the bandwagon, and they're doing a lot of collections for us now and helping us out. Both of Shaw's and Roach Brothers give us pastries every week that uh, are gonna be uh, uh, outdated two days down the line. So uh, we get quite a bit of uh, pastries that we uh, give out on a weekly basis too from both of those uh, stores. That is wonderful. And to think that your networking uh, paid off. You're, you're volunteering for Habitat for Humanity so many years ago uh, with Mr. Roach and becoming friends with him and just just think how that has uh worked out for the eastern food pantry wonderful no their family their family's been great yeah and so they obviously have their heart in the right place uh roach brothers um now tell me you you certainly buy certain things at cost from roach brothers that's wonderful but you need funds so where would people donate um funds to uh, Eastern Food Pantry? They can, uh, they can uh, make out a check uh, and, and send it to the Eastern Food Pantry uh, at Inc. at uh, 136 Elm Street, Northeastern. We've been getting quite a few donations this year. <clears throat> Thank goodness for the, uh, all of the businesses in town and outside of the town and uh, corporations that have helped us out during this crisis because they're all in uh, rough shape. But uh, we've got checks for one, one check we got uh, locally was for $25,000. we have got a whole lot of them for $10,000, quite a few for $5,000. And I just wanted to let you know, because uh, we had to go out and get the truck we had before that had refrigeration, and it's one David Howard had given us. That one there, the refrigeration was really set up for floral. And uh, Thermal King uh, said, uh, when, that, when it uh, cut out on us, they said, yeah, that isn't going to work for you. And it wouldn't pay you to invest in getting uh, putting it a new unit in that truck. So they called two of them that live in Easton, the thermal game down in Norton, uh, called around New England in their area, and they found a refrigerated truck for us at Casca Ford down in uh, in uh, in Connecticut. So that's where we got a new vehicle now. It went for a lot of money, but they brought it down to a real low cost. And it has all the soups and whistles and everything else that goes with it. Refrigeration, it does uh, uh, freezer, and it does uh, cool, uh, heating. We have to carry stuff that needs to be kept not from freezing. So uh, we want to thank uh, them for helping us out to do it. But it's, there it is, the community kind of pulling together to help us out. And uh, it's, it's been really terrific. And if it wasn't for the community uh, in Easton, we wouldn't have been able to keep going because a lot of food pantries our size have folded during this crisis because of the uh, lack of funds and, and uh, all of your help to get. And my, I can't say enough for all of our volunteers because they're putting themselves out uh, in a real bad condition. So we're taking all precautions and we're very strict on how all our rules are to handle everything. So when you come in to the uh, town hall to collect because you can't get out of your car, you must wear a mask 
and they will put all the stuff in your trunk for you. So uh, we don't have any close contact with any of the people that come in, but we're willing to help everybody out. That's wonderful. Uh, can can somebody uh, pay online? Is that a possibility? Uh, well, mo well, most they have. Uh, there was two or three programs they have uh, that you could PayPal. You can pay, do on PayPal stuff. Uh, those kind of things uh, they've set up. If you pull up on our website, they, they'll uh, show you the, the different things they're on, and also on our Facebook page. So those those kind of give you a little a background of uh, how you can also donate. So, so what is your Facebook uh, page called? Uh, Facebook uh, page is uh, EasternFoodPantry.org. Okay, and how about your uh, website? Same things. Yeah, it'd be the same thing. You can pull that, pull that East, up. EasternFoodPantry.org. We're right. working on updating it night right now because there's so much going on. Oh, t yes, I know. Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, so um, I understand that the local banks have been helpful too. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. And Northeastern Savings Bank, of course, still does all our flyers for us that you see around town. And we just want to let everybody know that uh, time change uh, from, it used to be from 12 to 5 o'clock, now it's from 12 to 3.30. We want to really specify that. And even on our flyers, it still says uh, 5 o'clock. But uh, we want to move the people through as soon as we can because they're in line sometimes up onto Elm Street. Uh, so we want to keep everything in motion. We don't need dead time. So that's why we moved the time up to where we uh, have now. So uh, if you need to come in, we just want you to uh, give us a call on our phone and say you'd like to be uh, helped out uh, with the food assistance from our program. And all you have to do is when you come in, if you're new, it just show a, a proof of residency for the town of Easton because we can only handle Easton, as you can see, because the amount of uh, people that we have in town here. Now, does somebody have to call every uh, Monday to register in order to receive food? They can call any time from uh, Monday night through the following uh, Saturday. We, we prefer that you have it all in by Saturday so that when we go, they go in Sunday morning to start pulling up the names, they're all in there so that we can put everything together and start uh, bagging up the foods and prepping up what we need. Okay, so my point is one cannot simply show up without calling ahead of time and registering. Is that right? Well, in emergency situations, that, that's no problem. We usually have enough food to handle it. We get three or four or five a week, actually. We're signing up new ones now. And they are coming in, so we're, we have enough food that we can handle the, the situation, even if they do just drive up. But we still ask for those same uh, qualifications that you show for residency. We do not accept licenses because uh, licenses are good for four or five years and people can leave, move out of town and uh, still be coming over to the food pantry. So we picked that up uh, about five or 10 years ago. And so now it's just a proof of residency, a bill, a tax bill, a rental bill, that type of thing. Now, what's the phone number for people to call to register? It's a 508 930 I mean, 508 230 0670. That's 508 508 230 
0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0670-0
the other thing is we want to thank all the town departments and officials that we're working with and all of the different committees and we're working with the state and we're working with social security people don't realize we're working with all them they're sending out notices they want us to pass out to help people out the town had a thing where it's helping out people for rent we're passing out that information uh, also too to help uh, people out the town has put in electrical service temporarily outside for us for all our trucks and everything we really i mean they've been stepping the town's really been stepping forward with us working with all the departments department heads uh connor and his assistants uh and it's been really it's a whole community working together and like i said it's uh, I'm, I'm just the messenger and I have a lot of people that are helping us out. Uh, I have to, I guess to appreciate everybody that's volunteered and been helping us out through this whole uh, crisis because it's been really a rough situation. And you're not sure everybody, whether no matter who they are, we're trying to make the best decisions that we can and we have to adjust them and tweet them a little bit once in a while. But uh, we'll make it work and we'll take care of all of our recent residents. Uh, as you can see around town, the signs say we're here for you. So, uh, and that's what we have. Well, thank you. And you know, uh, you are more than just the messenger. You are the manager, the coordinator, the, the outreach person. I mean, you have so many hats, Ken, and you do all, uh, do all of them justice. You do a wonderful job. And we thank you again for appearing today on Community Forum. So that's it. Um, until next time, stay well, stay safe. Thank you, and have a good evening, and thank you, everyone. Okay. Bye-bye.